I'm just really bad at this, but hi guys. Hey guys. <laughs> Find yourself a podcast. Take one. Guess who I'm with today? I am with a very special guest and before I introduce, well, I'm going to just introduce her because, you know, we're, we're just here. We're just doing it. And yeah, so I'm here with Emily. So say hi. 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 So hey everyone. <laughs> so I'm so excited that Emily's here. Like, honestly, she's so organized and she's so amazing. Like she is pretty much the epitome of who I want to be. She basically produced me this morning and I... I'm like, it's crazy. What time is it over there? Over here, it's 1243. 1243? Wow. Here it is 9.43 a.m. Like you had a whole morning without me. So yeah. So guys, welcome back to Finding Yourself Podcast. So I am so excited to be back here with Emily. Today we're going to be talking about a very, very special topic and it is something that I've been feeling for a long time, me personally, you know, and I feel like you guys are going to be impacted by it. This topic, this topic is called, you know, like when you're not feeling worth it, you know, when you don't feel worth it, when you don't feel enough, you know, I feel like a lot of people deal with that, that they deal with, you know, feeling worthless, that they feel like giving up, that they, you know, what, what, like, what, what will they be able to do? How will they be able to overcome it? That's why I wanted to sit and talk with you when we were talking about the topics to talk about you were like that's the one and I'm like a lot of people are going to be impacted by it so first things first Emily let's so tell me a little bit about yourself how do we know each other what's our love story you know how do we meet um you know what's our nickname for each other peach (laughs) because I'm a southern belle (laughs) you are you're my favorite southern belle (laughs) <laughs> well, we met at church. Um, I started serving in webcast at a conference, Remnant Conference. If you've never been to a Remnant Conference, you need to go because they are amazing conferences. Um, so we met there. Um, and she was so lovely to me. She was the sweetest human being I've ever met, seriously. Um, and she just kind of helped me out, you know, help her. Um, in webcast. So that was really amazing. I got to learn so many awesome things. I got to learn how to do graphics, you know, which I already knew a little bit background of it. Um, I mean, like I mean you're a professional. Like, like... Right. <laughs> right. And, and she just kind of like taught me new things and I was able to help her out. And I remember this and this, I think this is what truly connected us was you screaming <laughs> at me from across the room and me screaming at you <laughs> to try to solve things. <laughs> Oh my god, wait, what? (laughs) Was it during Remnant Conference? Yeah. That's what connected us. I think that's what kind of like broke the ice, and that's kind of how we just became friends. But I think that's just kind of what connected us. I think I think it's that and also me working on Fridays that I would just be there and not prepared or like trying to figure out my life. And I'm like, um, I need help. (laughs) And then you're like you're doing graphics and you're like telling you're telling me about your life and then I'm telling you about mine and I'm like I promise you I'm organized and I'm like wait maybe I'm the problem you know but yeah she Emily's amazing she literally you literally 
brought the house down with graphics and you helped me so much like I remember on Fridays I'd be like where's Emily like I need her and then in that remnant conference I just remember you being like is this it is this the graphic? Like, me throwing you in there, just being like, oh, you can do it. You're like, is this it? Like, screaming at me. I'm like, take it. Put it up. And then we're both like, and she's like, is it it? Like, is this the one? I'm like, yes. And we're both, like, screaming at each other, like, both anxious. And we're like, well, you know, it is what it is. Oh, my gosh. And the workaholism talks. Those were the best ones. I was like, maybe maybe that should be the topic for today. No, I'm just kidding. But honestly, like, Em was talking to me because she does a lot. Like, can you kind of explain a little bit about your schedule? Like, what your weekly schedule would be like? Oh, my gosh. My weekly schedule? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So. (laughs) Let me tell you everything. Let me tell you the tea, girl. Let me tell you the details. So normally I wake up at like seven in the morning. Yeah, I like to wake up early. I'm weird. I'm that weird person. <laughs> um, so You're I, like, who I aspire to be. I wake up at seven in the morning. Um, right now I'm out of school, so that's great. But normally I'm in college, so I have to take like a million classes and then I come back home. Then I have to deal with my shop, which is an online shop in Western Couture. <laughs> Follow and her. uh what's it called <laughs> follow her yeah go ahead shop go ahead shop <laughs> uh but anyways so i have to deal with that shop so i have to kind of you know import new products i have to organize it so that's kind of like a bunch of hours of my time then if i have to do homework i'll do homework and then i normally i have to stay up very very late because i have to deal with suppliers from all over the world so it's kind of like so i have to talk to them on the phone i have to call here i have to go there i have to do this for other shipping options returns this that and so on and so forth so it's crazy i don't stop i feel like i don't stop but god has been and i actually talked about this in an an episode i think it was last week's episode because i was talking about change and what's it called? And right now I'm in a season of change that I am forced to take a break from school. <laughs> um, but I think it, you know, God's just gonna use it for the best. And my schedule is readjusting itself. But again, I'm still like all over the place because there's still so many things with this podcast. Right? I'm yes. here right now with Abby, which is such a pleasure to be here. Right? So there's so many awesome things that are coming my way, and I think that's very important to remember. And I love that. I think we've always had this topic of rest that you were like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. You know, I'm so burnt out and I need to rest, you know, and even even myself, like I would work. I worked at King Jesus like nine to five, like Sunday through Thursday and then Friday, Saturday off or I would work Friday and Sunday or like all those schedules and 12 hour shifts, 10 hour shifts, eight hour shifts. And then I would go home, try to do my YouTube channel, try to do like my business, do weddings on Saturday. So my schedule was just booked and busy. And being here in L.A., it is such a different atmosphere which is so crazy because in LA everything is very it's supposed to be fast paced but in this season like you're in a season of change I have been resting and you don't see like do you not see any like bags under my eyes like I I've been taking care of myself I've been trying to eat healthy I've been trying to do things for my body I've been trying to take care of myself and really enjoy this season of rest because we're never going to be in the season again so I encourage you, you know, in this time of rest to watch Netflix, 
enjoy your life you know like you're only young once and please 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 tell the people your age because when you told me this i'm gonna tell that story we were sitting we were in webcast and you were you're like in this cute little like country skirt you know from your website shout out to your website and you were like helping me with the set and then you're talking to me about all these business ventures and all these things and i'm like how old are you and then you said (laughs) 17 i'm 17 years old yeah guys guys 17 years old like i told her i i like i told her and i'm declaring it here on the podcast like like by 25 this girl's gonna be like a multimillionaire because the fact that you like girl like the fact that you have this work ethic at 17 is who I aspire to me like I started my business when I was like 18 or 19 and it was just like those cringy posts and those cringy things and but then like if I started earlier I would have made it but now I'm 28 you know looking like 21 but you know (laughs) 19 girl I was like no makeup you know like skin is skinning right now but I don't get all the Gen Z terms but yeah yeah it's like I don't know I feel like rest but so that was a little tangent I'm sorry guys this is just like a conversation we needed to catch up I missed her so much and yeah so Miss Emily let's get into the episode so not feeling worth it what is the first thing that you think of when you hear like not feeling worth it I've, I've been thinking about this the whole day i've literally i rehearsed in the shower and i'm being honest because vulnerability is key here yes literally <laughs> I, was waking thinking, up. <laughs> I, I, I woke up and the first thing i thought no literally i was sleeping last night i could barely sleep last night <laughs> Because, like, I don't know why, like, my legs just started itching for some re- odd reason. But yeah. whatever. And I was literally just thinking about the topic. I was literally thinking about this last night. And the first thing that came to my mind was just tell your story about how you grew up being bullied. And that oh, wow. kind of, yeah. And that story, you know, and I'll give you a little details now. Obviously, I'll tell you the story. Um, but to give you kind of, a, like, a little bit of the essence of it is that I experienced such a level of bullying in my life, you know, when it came to school that, especially in academics, which is crazy how I've gotten to where I am academically, right? Even though I experienced so much bullying in that department, right? And now I'm somewhere that I didn't believe I could be, but God has proven that I am worthy of where I am today. So my story, my story starts off, well, I wasn't born here. I was born in Spain. Ooh, so Espana. Yeah. So I am an immigrant. <laughs> My first language is not English and I speak it pretty good, I think so. Oh you're great. You're great, my Southern Peach Bale. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we just do the whole we just do the whole out um we just do the whole episode in country accent. We're gonna start your we're gonna start your episode like this. <laughs> oh yes, we should <laughs> So when I came here, obviously I was put into ESOL. I think everyone that doesn't speak English, I think it's just put into ESOL immediately. And being put into ESOL put me in regular classes, you know, like starting off. Starting off, they even made me repeat kindergarten because obviously, because I started, when I started in Spain, like they didn't count that as I did the, the course. I don't know. It was a whole weird thing. So I had to repeat mm-hmm. kindergarten for like that odd reason. 
Um, and also because of my birthday, right? Because it falls in November. So they kind of like we had to readjust that for me. But when I got here, um, you know, obviously I always wanted to learn. I love, I love learning. I love education. That's always been like something that's very, very important to me. So I always wanted to learn and I always wanted to do my homework and I always wanted to learn new things, so on and so forth. And, you know, I started off with my straight A's, you know, I was going for it since kindergarten. Love to see it. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Straight um, A's since kindergarten? Yes, girl. On a roll. 4.0, 4.5, summa cum laude. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. So then second grade, I passed ESOL, which was nice. a very momentous moment of my life. Yes, thank you. But, um, you know, and I had already experienced a little bit of bullying, but it was mostly because of my weight. Um, I was pretty overweight growing up. So, like, you know, had a little bullying here and there because of my weight. So that kind of started, that bullying kind of started making me feel a little bit less worthy of, you yeah. know, being with pe with these people. Right. Um, you know, in second grade, you know, I like this boy. He rejected me. And the reason why he rejected me was because of my weight. And he told it straight to my face. And, you know, wow. yeah, he told it straight to my face. He was like, yeah, how can I be with a girl like you? I need to be with a girl like that other girl over there, which was very, very thin lady. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've gone through stuff, girl. <laughs> I've been wow. through it. Mm -hmm. And I can laugh at it today because of Jesus. <laughs> Because of Jesus. Yeah, he stole that straight to my face. And I found comfort in, you know, excelling academically. That's kind of where I found a lot of my worth, right? Um, but and I also found my worth in God, right? Amen. So in second grade, I got the best student award, which I was very proud of. Um, because, you know, I got good grades and a very, you know, my conduct was wonderful. You know, everything kind of was functioning in that area. But there were people that didn't want me to earn that award because they wanted their kids to earn that award. And then it was a whole thing, right? And then a lot of more bullying started. When I got to third grade, I was put in gifted courses because now, you know, I was done with ESOL. I was allowed to be moved to gifted courses. And I think what I like to call a hellhole kind of like presented itself uh, because even the teacher did not think that I was going to be able to make it. My mom, you know, my mom told me the other day, like we were, we were talking about this the other day, and this is something that affected me and kind of made me produce imposter syndrome. And like God, you know, kind of has healed me from that. Can you, sorry, can you kind of explain what imposter syndrome is for like people that don't know and also me? <laughs> <laughs> and also me. So imposter syndrome is a syndrome, it's a mental health issue that basically you feel like you don't belong where you're being placed right if you earn something you don't believe that you earned it or that you're worthy of it wow so that teacher she literally told my mom oh no she'll pass she'll pass she'll pass the grade right no no believe that no that she's doing great even though i was getting straight a's you know nothing failed but that was their look towards me that i was oh. gonna at least pass yeah and a moment and, you know, and just student, just students like my peers, they started, you know, bullying me because of that, because even the teachers did not believe that I was going to get somewhere, um, you know, and I remember, and this is a very, very like sad story, but, you know, I think it just kind of points the moment in my life where God 
prove that he was with me every step of the way. And it was in third grade. It was, I was, it was the Spanish teacher that was there. And the, the, the kids were bullying me. They were calling me names. They were saying a bunch of stuff. And the teacher was supporting that. Right. She really? was, she was reprimanding me. Yeah. She was demeaning me. And I was just there quiet. I didn't have any friends. You know, I was lonely. I, I was just kind of, there and i wanted to cry i felt so terrible so i kind of sneaked my phone because my mom had bought me a phone so i sneaked this phone which was giant <laughs> and i just sneaked my phone <laughs> into um into my jacket and i just kind of said can i go to the bathroom and i had to wait minutes like almost like 30 minutes to be allowed to go to the bathroom it was crazy um and so and and she still didn't want to let me go and i was like it's an emergency it's an emergency whatever so make it excusable Right. And then I go to the bathroom and I just start bawling and I call my mom bawling and I tell her mom, pick me up because I, I can't do this anymore. They, they won't stop. They continue. They won't stop. I can't take it anymore. Right. And then she said, OK, I'm on my way. Good thing we lived. We lived. We lived at that moment very close to the school so she could be there in five minutes. Wow. Right. And so I hung up on her. She was on her way. I kind of like waited in the bathroom for a while. To kind of like, you know, for my eyes to unswell, for my face to like not be so red, you know, from the crying. Because I was bawling. Like, that day was terrible for me. And then I go back to the classroom. And then like a few minutes pass, like maybe two, three minutes, not much passed. And, the te- and then a student says to the teacher, Emily has her phone in her jacket. And she's not supposed to have it out. And so... Uh huh. And so I'm like grabbing wow. onto my jacket for dear life. Yeah, <laughs> I'm grabbing onto my jacket for dear life. And this teacher is like, let me see your jacket. And I wasn't letting her see my jacket because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get in trouble. They're going to take my phone. Something bad's going to happen, blah, 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 whatever. Right. This, <laughs> this professor, this teacher, <laughs> she grabs the jacket. She literally pulls it so hard that my phone, like, flings up. Mom. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, it hits the table. Like, think, thankfully, Jesus, like, it did not break. Like, I think it got, like, a scratch or something because of it. But it flung into the air. Like, I'm not even kidding. And then, thankfully, like, I thank Jesus every single day for what happened next. That moment when she was about to start reprimanding me, they called the on the speaker that my mom was there to pick me up. Thank God. Mama to and the rescue. That, yep. Mama to the rescue. And from and that day, and the reason why I, and I, I've told so many people this story, and I always say the same thing, that that day was the moment that God proved to me that he was there with me. Mm-hmm. And that has been the biggest thing throughout my journey, throughout my life, right? My mom picked me up, you know, I started crying in the car and she kind of consoled, consoled me and then she took me out and everything was great, right? And then obviously going through school in fourth grade, you know, I was a teacher called me a jerk for helping another kid with, you know, with a chair, cause I was trying to help him with a chair to like put it down. And he called me a jerk cause he thought I was like trying to like hurt the other kid for some odd reason. But I have a question. Yeah, I have. So, why do you think they were bullying you? Like, was it because you're like from Spain, or was it? 
anything like why do you think that they were bullying you like what do you think the root is honestly honestly from what it was implied and from what everyone kind of told me you know every time there was some demeaning there every time there was you know some attack it was because you're not supposed to be in this class you're not supposed to be advanced you're not supposed to be here that was always the thing right those that was always the thing right that teacher that called me a jerk he told me multiple times you're not supposed to be in this class you're not supposed to be here you're not good enough for this class right and that wow. was the whole thing. And because teachers were saying this, imagine other kids were also repeating the same thing, right? Because, you know, that moment kind of marked like what happened later on in my life. So, you know, in fourth grade, I think I mentioned this already, right? So in fourth grade, you know, I also had, you know, another bad experience with a teacher. Um, and then fifth grade, I also had another bad experience with a teacher. And it kind of like, it was like this cycle, it was a cycle. you know, and then, yeah, it was a cycle. It was a cycle. And uh, what's it called? And then the peers, right? My peers would listen to what the teachers had to say. And then it was a whole thing. So it was kind of like everybody was teaming up against me. Hmm. Right. And one time, and, I, and I'm going to share this because I think that people will like be really impacted by this so one time this was in fifth grade mind you i was a kid this other this other person was a kid i was told that they were gonna come and get unalive me (laughs) yeah with a with a weapon yeah i was told that how old were you and i was like fifth grade i was like what 11 years old i was i was a child i was a child you were a child yeah and all and all i know is that like i'm thankful for god because i was told that fifth grade i was told those things in third grade i was told those in fourth grade and then middle school and then high school right like imagine it like got worse as time grew Mm. right and I just feel like God has shown me something that is so powerful that I think a lot, a lot of people get to see, which is they're hurting you. They might be telling you right now that you're not worth it, but I'm going to show you at the end why you are worth it. Oof, that's good. And just kind of reminding myself of that was so important. And because of I was reminding myself of that, because I said, you know what, God, even though I'm sitting and I said this when I was in, I was going to start my junior year of high school, right? I think it was like one of the second day and I was eating in the counselor's office and I was saying, God, I might be alone right now. I might not have anybody to talk to. I might not have anybody to share a meal with, but I know that whatever's going to happen with me next, is going to be your will and you're going to take me to the, to other places. And the moment I sit, I, I said that, and I swear, everything kind of started like, there was like this whole change that started occurring in my life, okay? And this change was that they were like, we can't give you any more classes in the high school that I was with, I was in. We can't give you any more classes. You're like ahead of everybody. We can't do anything. 
I left school. My junior year, I left school. I, I think I went there Bruh. for a week or two. <laughs> yeah, I went there for a week or two. I'm not even kidding. I, I don't even think it was two weeks. I think it was a week. And I left. I left. Like, I like, left the like, school. Like, you were that advanced. Mm-hmm. To be able to leave. That's crazy. <laughs> Like literally, like uh-huh. you know, in the Bible, it says, "Like you put the first, the last shall be first, and the first shall be last." Like God yep. literally put you from the back to the front. Yep. And I all know, those glory people, to God. Forget all those people. <laughs> you are a daughter of God. You are a daughter of the Most High God. And he put you in the front. Exactly. Bruh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start like I'm gonna grab my. <laughs> Bro. Exactly. I'm literally oh like gosh. in a fight yes. right now. I'm like, who are you gonna fight? And what's it called? <laughs> Jesus is here. Amen. Well, I was I was literally saying I was like I'm gonna fight. I'm in a fighting mood right now, so I'm gonna fight whoever <laughs> we're fighting because God put you first. Amen. So, <laughs> amen. So, okay. So what I was saying. So junior year, yeah. Basically, yeah, that junior year, I left school. They weren't giving me any options. I was not gonna sit around doing nothing. I was not gonna wake up at like five in the morning to then go to school to do nothing. Right. I didn't need to be there. And I said, God, I'm out. I know you have something better for me. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And I literally did not know where I was going to do what, where I was going to go. What was I going to do? I had no idea whatsoever. And I was out of school. Right. So imagine, like, I didn't know what I was going to do. Like, it was, it was something that I think God used that uncertainty and that kind of like, I don't know what the word is, but that kind of adventure mm-hmm. to show me what he was capable of doing yeah and during that time me and my mom even we went to the board of education we had to end up talking to the board of education to see where they were going to put me what was going to happen with me because they didn't know nobody knew what was going to happen with me and so this high school this high school they were so sweet they and they are the sweetest people on earth they are incredible they they were like we know what we can do to help you and they were like, okay, we're going to give you your high school diploma and we're going to put you in college. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? How, how old were you again? I was 16. Hmm. 16. <laughs> 16. 16 years yep, old. We're going to give hmm. you, mm-hmm, we're going to give you your high school diploma one year early. Remember how I told you that they made me repeat kindergarten? Wow. Jesus got that back. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus was like, nah, you ain't repeating nothing. We're going to get <laughs> no, that no, no, back. No, 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 no. <laughs> nah. <laughs> and so they were like, nope, you're going to college. I was like, oh, okay. They put me in college. Everything paid. I don't have to pay anything. Right? They Every- were going to pay for everything. So, so dual they- enrollment was paid? So they were, and wow. and I never even had to go to the high school. I never have had to go to the high school. Like, for a class, never. All I had to do was just go to college like a normal college student. They were paying for everything. I was living the best life. And, and college is super chill compared to high school. Like, high school is super dramatic. Oh, my gosh. But college was, <laughs> like, the like oh, literally, sure. you went through, like, you went through everything someone goes through high school and middle school in elementary school so literally god accelerated the process to get you out ow god was with you i mean he is mm-hmm. with you still with you but amen to that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like jesus 
<laughs> and oh my gosh. And so, what's it called? And now I graduated with my AA degree. Last, no, like two weeks ago. I know. Congratulations. I was, I wanted Thank to post, you. I was going to post on the webcast chat because you guys still have me on it. I was going to be like, congrats, Ed. Oh but, I, but I knew that Danielle, <laughs> I had, I was like, did Daniela graduate too? Because I didn't want to just shout you yeah. out and not her. So right. I was like, was there any other like webcast people that did? So it's you and Daniela, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'll yeah, shout you guys I was, out. Yeah, she, she graduated too. I'm like, I'm like that mom that's far away. Be like, congrats, kids. I'm so proud. Congrats, guys. But the soccer mom soccer mom with a car with a soccer mom car but i am so proud of you i'm so proud of you like like it makes me want to cry because the fact that no one believed in you and you felt like giving up and you didn't feel worth it and everyone put down your self-esteem and the fact that god put you from the last to the first and he put you in the front line and you graduated a year early. You're 17 years old and you graduated your AA in college. I finished my AA in college when I was 22, three? I don't remember. I graduated the 13, what, 18, 19, 21. When I was 21 and you finished it at 17, like you are ahead of most people. And the fact, like, I just want to shout her out again. The fact that you are doing businesses the fact businesses not just one but the fact that god put in your heart to start a business start a podcast do these things for god like he's gonna bless you like point blank period like like he's gonna bless you because you are faithful you know and i just want to encourage people i just feel like the presence of god over me but i just feel like those people that don't feel worth it, those people that don't feel like that they're enough, like listen to Emily's story and take this as like your redemption story. You know, if people are bullying you and people are betraying you and people are doing things for you, it's going to get better. Why? Because God did it with Emily. God healed Emily. So I, I had like two questions, but when you were talking, the first question was, what would you, where you are right now, like sitting here, a successful 17 year old like the fact that i know you before you're gonna be like famous and before you're gonna do that like, god i'm gonna be like bro i knew her she did graphics for sm webcast like i knew her like she's my model or whatever but what now sitting here where you are now what would you tell third grade emily you know what is something that you would tell her that that's the, the first thing that i felt and then, and then, cry. I know, I know, I'm sorry. The goal is to cry, just kidding. Um, what would you tell third grade Emily? And then the second question, before I forget, because I will forget, is what advice do you have for someone that is in your position? Maybe they got bullied or maybe they are feeling not worth it and they're listening to this episode and they're like, dang, you know, I, res I resonate with Emily's story. I was bullied, I was betrayed, I... I'm sitting in my room or in my bed feeling like not worth it. Like what advice would you give that person? So basically asking your, asking your third grade self and advice to someone that's going through it. Double questions. Okay. Bringing it double. <laughs> double for your trouble. <laughs> so honestly, what I would tell my third grade self, I think is just, don't listen to them. Listen to God. Mm. Just that. 
because, and this is something that I kind of learned as I was growing up is that, you know, I had God from a very, very young age, right? I met God in third grade, right? And if I did not meet God in third grade, I can attest to you today that I would not be where I am. Yeah. Because that was the only reason that kind of got me up in the morning. And when I was listening to people demeaning me and telling me that I couldn't do it, that I was not going to make it, that I wasn't good enough, that I just, I was just going to pass or I was just not going to get anywhere in life. That, that hurt me so much. But then just God would be like, don't listen to them. Mm. What their opinion is, that doesn't matter. That's not going to do anything, right? Those words have no meaning. Because yeah. what I'm saying to you, right, that's what God says. What I'm saying to you is that you will get somewhere, that I have a purpose for you, that you have a purpose in this world, right? I have created you for a purpose. If you didn't have a purpose, you wouldn't be here. You'd be next to me in heaven, yeah. right? If you didn't have a purpose, you wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be taking you to all of this, mm -hmm. right? You know, you're going through these tribulations. You're going through these things. These people are attacking you. They're making you feel like crap. But you have to remember something. Their words don't mean anything. And that's what I had to learn. That nobody's words mean anything if it's contrary to what God is saying. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. What God says, it's it. Right? He Everything that's happening right now and will happen, it's already written in stone. Right? He, he wrote everything. Right? Nobody can change that. Nobody can change the fact that God said that I would be here today. Hmm. And that reminder is kind of like what I would try to tell my third grade self, right? Forget what they're saying because it doesn't matter. Hmm. And remember what God said, that you are a daughter of a king, right? And if you're a daughter of a king, dude, you're, you're, you're royalty, like, you can do anything you want in life. You can get anywhere you want in life. Like, who's telling you that you can't? Nobody can. The devil can't. Uh, your friend can't. Nobody can. Yeah. Only God. Mm -hmm. and, th and, that, and that's what kind of just transformed my life. And that's mm -hmm. what I would tell my third grade, third grade self. So I wouldn't cry as much as I did with those words and remembering those words. I kind of would just say, hey, don't listen to them. Listen to God. Wow. And honestly, the advice I would tell somebody is the same thing. Stop listening to people. Stop listening. And not just to people. Stop listening to your inner thoughts. Those thoughts that the devil puts in your mind, stop listening to those too. Because we are our worst critics. Yeah. And the devil uses that against us. The devil puts those thoughts in our minds that say, oh, you're not good enough. Oh, this. Oh, do you oh, do you remember what that other person told you? Oh, yeah, you're not going to make it. You can't do this. You're not going to be able to do it. And and I can attest to you today. Look, I took I took five classes which were super difficult in an eight-week term. And I ended with straight A's because I was praying. And I was like, God, God, amen. I was like, God. You put me here for a reason. And that's mm. and that's something that a lot of people like don't get is like you can talk to God. God is your best friend, he's your father, he's everything to you. You can say, God, if you put me here, I know that you will help me complete this and I will not be ashamed. Yeah. And I wasn't ashamed. Mm. I endured and I and I went through it and 
<clears throat> did I feel stressed out at times? Yeah, I did. Girl, I did thought. I cry? Of course. Mm-hmm. Did I cry? Of course. Yeah. I cried. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but God was with me. And I think and I think that's what people, you know, and you know, if you're a Christian for a long time, you, you kinda you know, you might, sometimes you forget that you have to remind yourself that God is with you. Mm-hmm. And maybe as a new believer, you're like you're like, well, you know, how do I how do I do that? You just give it to him. It's like it's like I like to think of it like God sometimes can be like a box, right? You have all this memories, all of these things, and you kind of just put it in the box, and he keeps it safe, right? You, you give him your issues, and he keeps it safe, right? So that, that I kind of like to think about it sometimes like that because it protects you in a way. I love that. Right? Like, yeah, like all of the pains and all those awful memories, you know, of the bullying that I experienced, of the things that I have experienced, of the traumas I've experienced in my life, Right, I kind of just grabbed that and I just put it in the box and he just closes it up, he keeps it, and I can move on with my life. Right, and and I think that a lot of people need to remind, need to think of it like that. Because when, the moment that you start think of, thinking of it like that, you say, I don't have to keep on remembering that. I don't have to remind myself of what I experienced. I can now talk about it freely because I've healed now from it. Because I've mm. moved on. Yeah. I've given it to God. And I and I think that's the most important thing. You know, and in the word it says in Matthew eleven twenty eight that if we give him our yoke, he will give us his, which is easier to handle. And that is a verse that I remind myself every single day. Because that's what's guiding me through life. Mm. Right? So that's honestly just something you know, the advice that I would give someone is remind yourself that God is right there and that doesn't matter because if you don't feel good in your skin, because trust me, not only was I bullied, but because I was bullied also for my weight growing up, I experienced body dysmorphia. I've experienced things that, you know, have made me look at myself like maybe I'm not good enough look wise, right? Maybe, or this, or a little acne comes up because I'm acne prone skin, you know what I mean? Like all those things, or maybe, um, What's it called? Maybe a dent in my skin or something, and I bruise easily. So like, I can literally hit myself with the wall and I bruise easily. Like, why am I bruising? I don't. I don't want there to be any blemish. Any, you know, I want it to be perfect. Mm. And I beat and I beat myself up for those things. Yeah. Right. I beat up myself for those things. But you just have to be reminded that you were made in the image of God. Yeah. And if God made you beautiful and perfect, why are you beating yourself up for that? That's good. Right. And it's just kind of reminding me of all those things. And that's kind of where my worth has come. Right. Because when I was a little kid, honestly, like, and I've talked to my mom about this, like before I even met God, right, before I knew about God, before I knew anything, right, I was a kid, but I knew stuff, right? I was in a world, I was experiencing things in my life and, and what's it called? And my mom noticed that I was not not that I was not going to get to the place where I am today, but I was going to come with fear of my, of people looking at me. Yeah. Because I had that, I had that problem of not feeling worthy, but God has transformed me in such a way that I can look at myself in the mirror and see a little bit of flab and be like, you know what? You're beautiful. She and cute. sometimes she cute. <laughs> you cute. And sometimes 
she cute? Sometimes I might feel like, oh, but I kind of, you know, I need to obviously. No. And, you know, it's okay to sometimes feel like, oh, okay, I don't really feel that pretty today. But I just have to remind myself that God says I'm beautiful. How, how, can, I, how can I say that this creation, right? Because it's the creation of God. We're the creations of God. How can we say that yeah, it's we not are. beautiful? <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> how can we say that we're not beautiful if God says we are? Like, it's like undermining God. Like, you can't undermine God. <laughs> like, God said you're beautiful, so that's it. That's period. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> right? And so, <laughs> I'm trying to come up with the Gen C terms. I can't. <laughs> I was like, you, you're literally Gen Z. Like, you're Gen Z, but you're, like, 30. Like, you're 17 on, going on yeah, 30. exactly. Like, I feel like a millennial. Yeah, girl. Like, you're, I'm sorry. I, I initiate you now. Like, like the Mia Thermopolis of you are a millennial. Because. Thank you. I don't know. Thank you. Yeah, it's just, I, I don't I know. I always say that. You're super mature for your age. Yeah. And Yeah. You know, like, God, God is just, God is the most amazing thing. And if you're listening to this and you don't believe in God, let me tell you something. Mm, tell him, tell him I, I would not be here. I would not be in this place where I am today. I would not look the way I look today. I would not think the way I think today if it wasn't from God. Mm. And I can assure you of that. I would have been a completely different person if I didn't have God because I was coming in with traumas. I was coming in with things. I already had experienced things in my life and God came in and was like, nope, I'm protecting you. And that's kind. And that's why I'm like, I love God. That's why I'm like, I love God because he loves me first. And he said, no, I'm here. And I'm not going to let anything bad happen to you. And that's what believing in God is, you know. And a lot of people, and it makes me so sad that so many people think that believing in God is like oh, it's like following a rule book. It's not following mm. a rule book. It's literally just having a relationship with the most incredible person in the whole entire world. And him literally being like, hey, I'm just going to give you some advice of what you can do to help with life. That's what it is. Like, I'm going to give you advice. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be your partner in crime. I'm going to be your best friend. I'm going to be your dad, your mom. I'm going to be everything. <laughs> right? And and it's just something that people, like, misinterpret. And I wish more people understood that. And I hope my story kind of, like, helps people understand that, too. I'm just speechless. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just... I just want to hug you right now and like you're gonna make me cry like I like I feel the presence of God because like I dealt with that you know I dealt with people not believing in me people not thinking I would make it you know like whether it was in high school whether it was starting my business in 2017 when people are like you just make these cringy YouTube videos people literally have told me to my face they're like Abby's not that good you know, but she's good at this and it and it's hard, you know, when the people that you would think that are closest to you don't believe in you, but you kind of take that and you tell God, you're like, God, you believe in me, you know, and what I'm taking out of this is like what you're saying is that God believes in us, that like you said, God is fighting for me. Like there's there's a song with new wine. It's like, tu peleas for me. I love how I'm saying in Spanish, like 
like um it in every battle in every battle you're fighting for me in every Tú battle you're fighting por mí. Yeah, i can't say Okay, I could go on, but Bruh. I was like, I was like, um, it's it's like it's like Bye. It's, but it's like it's like you're it's like I'm speaking and then like your voice in the background like literally <laughs> like I edited to make it like that. Just like your voice like like on repeat. But no, I definitely feel like um god spiritual spiritual shut up i shut up um holy spirit okay now now i'm just now i have the giggles but yeah basically long story short uh know that god god help me help me minister to these people um i feel like they're Spirit, spirit, spirit through the angels um i feel that they're oh my god abby get it together okay so I feel like there are people that no, they don't feel worth it, you know, and they, they feel like that they're not enough, you know, and like me and Emily are here to tell you that you are enough, you know, that like she said, at the end of the day, you are, she had to figure out that she's the daughter of God. She's the daughter of a king. So you guys are daughters and sons of the most high God. You are a child of God. Like literally in my youtube videos i say hey my beautiful youtube cham- family abby here and i wanted to tell you that you my friend are a child of god you are a child of god you are declaring your worth you are declaring that whatever god has in heaven he has down in earth you know and whatever whatever god has he has the he's the owner of the silver and the gold he is gonna bless you guys he's gonna he's here to bless you and not curse you he's here to put you above not beneath like you are the head and not the tail like i'm just going off right now but literally god has you he has you and right now i feel like there are people that feel like they're the bottom of shoe they feel like they are the scum of the earth and they feel that they feel like crap And I'm here to tell you that you're not. I'm here to tell you that you are a child of God, that your identity, that through this finding yourself, you're going to find yourself again as a child of God. You're going to find yourself again as a daughter of God, as a son of God. And once you do, you're going to, God's going to show you your worth. God's going to show you that. Like he showed Emily, he showed up for her in third, fourth grade. He showed up for her when people betrayed her, when people were literally like, all, like the whole round of people were against her like he showed up for her do you not think he's gonna show up for you you know so I encourage you guys you know take Emily's story and don't take it for yourself you know because I prayed none of that on you guys but take her story and learn from it and be like you know what I'm gonna learn from this and even if whatever situation you're in right now if you don't feel it and you don't feel worth it you don't feel enough tell God the opposite and say, God, I am enough. I feel enough. I know who I am. And once you do, it's just like in Matthew 6, 33, it says, seek the kingdom of God first and everything else will follow. Emmy sought you first, even though she called her mom, but like she needed you. She's like, God, I need you. And in that moment, like in that moment, God came through. So, um, um, any, anything else that you want to, say to the people any advice any prayer any like thing you want to to the people that are watching or listening anything from your spiritual mantle that you want to 
or you want to pray for people that have businesses that are young and that they want to start businesses and I don't know whatever whatever you feel I feel like I feel like that you have uh you have something so special um I've always said this about you like I know you and I'm gonna make you cry because that's the goal just kidding but you are such a special human being that you are 17 you have businesses you graduate with your AA you are so successful at such a young age and you are an inspiration you know to a lot of young people because if I if I was if I would I would have loved to be your friend when I was 17 when I was 18 like I would have loved to have someone like you to look up to as 17 or 18 so if there's like any 17 or 18 year olds that are there that are in your position in high school in things because you know how it is nowadays it's like rough like we, I had it rough but like it's rough rough but any advice prayer business owners whatever it is that you feel um go off sis um <laughs> sorry the camera was I like think, <laughs> I think the you know this is just kind of what I feel from God and it's you know it doesn't matter and I just want everyone that's listening to just remember this. It doesn't matter what your name is, what your hair color is, what your eye color is, what your nose is. Doesn't matter what you think. Doesn't matter how you look at life. Doesn't matter who you are. All that matters is that God loves you. And the moment that you acknowledge that God loves you and you love him back, everything is just gonna, you know, things are gonna come. And I've said this on my podcast, millions of times every time i think i do an episode i think i mention it things are gonna happen the enemy's gonna come and attack you but god is so powerful that whatever the devil uses against you he will use it for you Mm. and i just feel like everyone needs to remember that god is such a loving god that i went through a hellhole i did but i'm here because of the glory of God and I was able to get here and at the end of the day I look at the positives of what I experienced because even though what I experienced was really rough on me you know it hurt me made me cry I was formed right like I I was like like God is the potter and I'm just you know pottery right he just kind of formed me I'm the clay he just formed me right he used all those attacks to form me into the vase that I am today, Mm. right? The vase that can hold beautiful flowers and allow them to bloom. And I think everyone needs to, you know, remember that we need to be formed. And even though those things are coming into your life, if you understand that God loves you, you'll be set. Because things will happen, things will occur. It doesn't mean that you're gonna live a perfect life because let me tell you something like NF said in one of his songs, being christian don't mean perfect Mm. it just means that we have a reason to live we have a reason to look at life differently we have purpose and we have supernatural help that is what being a christian is right you know we mess up you know me and abby like i don't know Abby, what you've done i don't know obviously you don't know what i've done but we've all messed up we've all done things we've all experienced Mm -hmm. things And God, at the end of the day, he's like, I'm here for you. Because even though you've messed up, even though things have happened to you, you've never stopped loving me. And that's the whole point. That's the whole point. 
right? And I th- and I just think and I just feel like people need to remember that. So if you're a Christian or a new believer or you're not a Christian at all, you know, just know that you might not be attracted to God right now if you're not if you're not a Christian, but God is so powerful that if you just give him the slightest chance, he'll change your life. He'll mm. change your life so much and and what's it called? And I think I said this in one of my one of the episodes of my podcast and it's like it's just like when you are asking for help for like a lawyer or something and they need to come to your house or maybe no a construction worker that needs to come to your house to fix something obviously you're going to call for the help right and they're going to knock on your door and if if you don't let them in your house they're not going to be able to fix what you need help with right mm-hmm. so you kind of have to let them in and that's the same thing with god that you're asking for this help but you're not letting him in so how can he help you it's mm, good and that's and that's how we have to look at things, you know. And the other thing I, I kind of wanted to do was I did I did want to pray. I knew it. I, 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 I yeah I, I want to pray because oh my god it's just that God's just like you need to pray for these people like they need yeah. to hear it. I felt they I felt it. it. I felt like the presence over you, and I'm they like I'm like people need this. Like they like they, they need, need it. it. So whether whether you're driving. Whether you're in your bed, whether in your room alone, whether in your kitchen, cooking with us, because when I listen to podcasts, I cook. Um, so this is for me when I'm listening to it when I'm cooking. Um, listen right. to this prayer and really open up your heart. You know, like if you don't yeah. know what this is, like you're going to get impacted by God. So take it away. Em. Exactly. Exactly. And if you're driving, don't close your eyes. I don't oh want you God, to die please now. Please don't. Oh, my God. Where, where we pray against every spirit of accident. We pray against every spirit of vengeance. Amen. We cover up the blood of Jesus. Don't close your eyes. Amen. Just like, I, like, it's crazy. I literally see, sorry to cut you off, but I literally see people, like, in their car listening to this crying, you know, and I, I see, like, people, you know, cooking and they're just crying because they're being ministered to and and I feel like Amen. there's such a strong presence with this episode. And, yeah. like, a lot of people need what you're about to do. So, like, that's why I keep saying, like, put up your expectation, you know, for what God's going to do. Because, exactly. yeah. So, go ahead. Do your thing. Exactly. Shut up. Okay. God, we come into your presence. And we thank you, my Lord, for this day. We thank you for your glory. We thank you, my God, because you have given us the privilege of being here today with you. Thank you, my God, for allowing me to speak today in regards of all the amazing things that you have done in my life. You have transformed me, and I ask you for everything that you have transformed me in to transform every single person that's listening, their families, their friends, and everything that has to do with them, my God. Right now, I ask you, my Lord, that your divine change falls upon them, my God, that a moment of transformation in their lives comes right now so that they can see what they couldn't see before, so that they can look at themselves in the mirror and say, this is a daughter of God. This is a son of God. My Lord, I ask you today to open their eyes for them to see that they are worthy of everything that you have given them and what you have in store for them, my God. Allow them to see, my Jesus, that they are wonderfully made, that they do belong on this earth, that they do not need to get rid of themselves because they do belong here, my God. 
Right now, I just really see in the presence of God people that wanted to commit suicide. And right now, I'm speaking to you and I say unto you, the Lord says that you are loved, that you are taken care of, and that He wants to transform your life. You do not need to get rid of yourself. You are not a pest in this world. You are a blessing given from God and put on this earth. He put you on this earth for a reason, for a purpose. It doesn't matter what you've gone through. We've all gone through traumas. But God is going to use that trauma for good. The same way that God used King David, my God. You used King David to be a prosperous king you brought him from being a small man who killed a giant my god with just a stone my lord a small man who was demeaned by his brothers who was put in a hole my god by his own brothers to die and then was sold to slaves my god you made that man a king the same way that you're going to make kings and queens of this earth my yes, lord god. and i don't mean that literary kings and queens but i mean that metaphorically because they're going to be a queen, queens and kings in their workplace. They're going to be queens and kings in their mental health. They're going to be queens and kings in who they let into their hearts. They're going to be queens and kings in their relationships. My God, I declare that upon them right now. And I declare divine transformation upon them so that your glory may be shown on them. They will be transformed today. Today they will not walk out. They will not think of anything else but how you have transformed them in your life, my God. The moment that they stop listening to this podcast, this episode, my God, they will see and they will understand that they are worthy of everything, my God, yeah. and more. And then you have in store more for them, my God. And if I'm speaking to non-believers, my God, if I'm speaking to them, I ask you that you show them that this can all be done with your glory. That your glory is what has transformed me, has transformed Abby, my Lord. I ask you to show that to them now so that they understand that you are the one and only that can transform and change and make for better, my God. Yeah. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for your presence. And we know that today you have transformed their lives and no one here will allow in their thoughts and in their minds thoughts of suicide, thoughts of leaving people behind or abandoning people because they feel unworthy. Right now in the name of Jesus, I declare that any father or any mother that is thinking of abandoning their family because they don't feel worthy for them, that that thought leaves their mind right now yeah. in the name of Jesus. And that they return back to their home where they were placed by you, my God, and for you to give them strength to endure the reason why they want to leave. Yes, my Lord, I ask you right now to intervene for those families to intervene for the people that don't feel that they belong in this earth right now i declare upon them the wisdom that you gave solomon so they may may understand that they indeed have a purpose on this earth yes. my god i thank you for your glory i thank you for this day and i thank you for their lives their families their friends their businesses their plans my god those people right now that believe that they can't start a business because they're too young they can start a business or a podcast or whatever it is that god has put in your heart because you're too young or you're not financially stable for it right now i ask god to enlighten you and yeah. show you that there is a way and that he will provide because 
I am a living testimony that I started a business without money and God knows that. And if God did it with me, he can do it with you because we are all children of God and he yeah. treats us all the same. So my God, I declare that upon everyone right now that wants to start a business, anyone right now that wants to start a podcast, anyone right now that wants to start a life-changing movement, my God, that you have set upon them. I declare the wisdom that you gave Solomon. I declare the strength that you gave David when he defeated Goliath and I declare right now upon them the love the love that you have given me and you have given Abby and so many people my lord I declare that love and you put it upon them that agape love I declare that yeah. upon them my lord and I just thank you for your glory we thank you for this podcast we thank you for everything that you're doing and everything that you will do my lord and we cover this prayer we cover their lives their families their friends and just everything that has to do with them their health their heart their thoughts their sleep their mind minds or mental health their hands their body every part of them and every part that has to do with their heartstrings my god their relationships their friendships their workplace everything my god we cover it with your blood your holy armor and your oil my jesus and we cover this prayer this podcast and this mission that's being said in this podcast my lord with your blood your holy armor and your oil my jesus in the name of jesus my god amen amen and amen <laughs> Amen. Amen. Wow. I have goosebumps. <laughs> I just feel like you, you know, like you feel like that refreshing over you. You know, like when you're so peaceful that you're like, uh, uh, yeah. It's like I'm not high, but I feel like high in the presence of God, and it's just it's great. Therapy. Um, it's therapy. This episode's for me. Like I always say this in every episode, but like, um it's all this this podcast is all about finding yourself but I'm finding myself through every episode so I'm just grateful that you were so willing to come on to this podcast we actually made it happen it's like when the group chat makes it to the trip like it's like when the group it's like when the chat actually makes it to the podcast um yeah I'm grateful for you I love you a lot um I know that you are more than just a volunteer and you know like all my volunteer all not my volunteers all the volunteers knew that you guys were like friends more than that and it's just so beautiful to really hear your story and to really hear how God made you feel worthy again you know and I know that there are people watching and people listening that they didn't feel it and now they are going to feel worth it now through your story just know that right now all we see is cameras all we see is like three angles that we have here but just know that they're going to be people that are going to be ministered through the story and if I'm here almost crying like I know that there are people that are going to be touched by it so thank you for sharing your heart thank you for sharing your story um where can they follow you well, <laughs> you wow. can follow me at the Confident Podcast mm. on Instagram, which Love I wish name. I had like something fancy, like I could like pop up. Like, oh, oh yeah, I'll, oh, I'll pop it up there. That'd be so you. cool. I got you. Really? Okay, yeah. so right here, <laughs> you can follow the Instagram. Right here, you can follow the YouTube. And right here, you can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. 
<laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna put the text. Wink, wink. Like, don't get too crazy right now. <laughs> she's like, she's like making me ed- editing me is like, <laughs> yeah, editing me is like, uh, why did I say that? <laughs> why did I say that? I'm like, I'm like, send me like you. I'm like, just send me all your logos, please. <laughs> but but yeah, I really love her podcast. Um. Her, well, I'll say it on her podcast, but basically after this episode, we're going to be recording another episode on her podcast. So yes, stay tuned for that. Um, where else can they follow you? You know, you have your businesses, you have your Instagram. Well, if you would like to follow me at my business, you can follow me at ENM Couture. Actually, I could just, I think I could tell you like the exact like Instagram. It's M. E M dot Western dot Couture. You'll find it. It'll Love happen. It. Cheese Love. will guide you. <laughs> Amen. Follow her there. Do that thing. She's amazing. And yeah, she's very amazing. Like I, I I'm speechless always. So Thank you guys so much for watching this podcast and listening to this podcast. If you guys are listening through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, last time I said Apple Music, I meant Apple Podcasts. I know what I'm doing. Um, or listening through Anchor or any of the any of the platforms, right? Give this podcast five stars, rate it, you know, like it, share it, share it with someone that you feel like needs to hear this word because it is a great word. I'm going to be sharing it with all my friends. Um, if you're watching it on YouTube, subscribe to my channel. Give it a big like, subscribe, comment down below. Comment down below what you're feeling. Comment down below like any powerful revelation that Emily said that you got impacted by. Um, comment down maybe your story where you felt like you weren't worth it, that you felt not worth it and how God took you out of that. I would love to hear your comments. Like, not hear your comments. I would love to see your comments and see that. And yeah, we love you. Uh, follow. Uh, it stops recording. Okay. No. Okay, that's fine. I'm just gonna vlog. I'm just gonna vlog the end because we're like this. Just vlog it. Um. So follow. It's finding your podcast on Instagram. So it's finding your underscore podcast on Instagram. Hopefully, I got that right. Right there. <laughs> follow right there like subscribe comment and yeah we love you we love you emily and we will see you guys in we will see and hear you guys in the next episode bye guys